Mike, baby. Um, yo, we got a fun one, but first and foremost, Andy. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back, brother. I had to clip right out the gate, you know? Yeah, you did. Uh, it feels good to be <laughs> back, man. Yep. I was definitely a little bit under the weather the last time you guys were here. But for those that listen, you had a great fill-in. Yeah, I feel like Dan did a good job. I think Dan did a great job. Dan did a great job. Started a little funny. <laughs> He was, he was a little quiet, didn't quite know what to say. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, it was really funny with him. Just first time jitters, it's all right. Well, that's the thing, man. It was his first time ever being on a podcast, and he listens to us. So it's, I mean, it's wild for him to go ahead and be a part of something he listens to. Like, it was the same way for me with Twisted Cape, you know what I mean, when I jumped on theirs. Yeah. Um, no, we got a we got a pretty interesting episode uh, lined up. We're going to talk about PS5, Xbox Scarlet, what, uh, what we know so far. Yep. Uh, you know, some other articles relevant in gaming news. We'll hit you with some games that we'll talk about a couple games that have already dropped this month and a couple games that have yet to drop this month. And then, as usual, we'll jump into what we're playing a little bit, which for the foreseeable future is probably still going to be Borderlands 3. But, you know, it is what it is. So <laughs> you want to get this thing started? Yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah, let's jump right into... Uh, you know, we've, I think it was this past week, right? This past week or this past, this weekend past is when we got some, uh, some yeah, more information week, yeah. that we've got more information on the, the specs, um, and release dates for PS5, Xbox Scarlet. So no better time to jump into it. So we're just going to go down now. We are by, we are, we are gamers. You can call us gaming nerds. We are by no means tech nerds. So Absolutely not. They're. There are some things that we're not gonna know as much about, so feel free to school us, <laughs> you know, and 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 let us know the but things the that same, we don't know. At the same time, please be gentle. Yes, be gentle. I, we are coming. <laughs> we are coming forth and saying we are not tech nerds. There are some things that we don't know. Um, but anyway, let's jump into it. So uh, we'll start with the processor. Um, the PlayStation Five is using an eight-core AMD Ryzen Zen two CPU. All right, so the cool thing about um, what it's doing with with that is um, the more pro the more pro uh, cores you have, the better the processor runs. The, I mean, the the faster it can go ahead and handle the task, all the tasks that it's it's being asked simultaneously. Now that's PlayStation Five. That's going up against Xbox, uh, the Project Scarlet, which is a one point six gigahertz AMD Ryzen Zen two CPU. Um, See, what well, what's really cool that you're gonna, I mean, that everybody's gonna uh, realize with this comparison. These both these systems. I mean, you're basically looking at almost a dead heat when it comes down to like, I mean, what they're using because I mean, they're both using the Ryzen. It seems to be closer than it's than it's been. Yeah, in a, in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it was like so much uh, proprietary uh, type of stuff. Yeah, you know, to where now it's like, okay, we're just looking for the best and the most badass. So it doesn't matter who else has it. We're just gonna try to get to it. Um, on to the gra uh, graphics capabilities, the graphics card. The PS5 is using an AMD Radeon Navi family GPU uh, processing unit. That much I know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, and Project Scarlet is using an AMD Arcturus GPU. Um, Wes yeah. might know. Yeah, that, something. No, that's that's um that's one of the things I don't necessarily have anything like the. Is that have to do with the RAM? No, no RAM's right. different. No, that's, ah, the that's the graphics card. <laughs> that's the graphics card. <laughs> um, but here's the good thing: going through these specs, these specs, like I said, this is more for the tech nerd that maybe they don't know yet. And I don't. I'm not. 
like I said, I'm a gaming nerd. I don't mean tech nerds in a bad way. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, all this tech stuff, um, hopefully they will understand. Yeah, because I mean, look, I mean, we're all a community, man. Like, you know what I mean? Tech, gaming, you know what I mean? A nerd is a nerd, regardless. You know what I mean? We, we, Any, all, you know what I mean? We, we all work together. We all love each other. We just need to go ahead and just... Anything you don't know about the gaming part, we got you. Things about the tech thing, we need you to get us. We need you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So to the RAM, the PS5, from what I see, they don't. it's unknown what RAM they're going with. Um, while Project Scarlet has come out saying they're using a 16-gigabyte GDDR6 RAM. Okay, so um, wh- all right, so I'll go ahead and I'll just cite what I'm using. I'm using the, I'm using an article off of IGN. It's called PS5: The Next Gen Buzzwords Explained. So that's why I'm not getting fully, you know, what I mean, some of the stuff that Andy has because it might not be the biggest buzzwords to go ahead and, yeah, uh, you know I mean, have you go ahead and think about it. But this article is written by Kevin Lee, and um, when it comes down to the RAM, uh, he talks about it. Right, so RAM is an acronym: the Random Access Memory. You basically think of it as a short-term memory and the modern computer. While you might store most of the data in the hard drive or the solid-state drive, which is an SSD, using it as long-term memory, when you access this data, it temporarily loaded into the RAM so you can go ahead and view your photos and movies. That's So, so that's what a RAM is. Now to jump off of, since you just talked about the solid-state drive, storage. Uh, PlayStation 5 here, it says solid-state drive, and Project Scarlet says a one-terabyte. Solid state drive. Okay, so he, all right, so here's the deal. So, um, with the I think it was the, the Xbox One and the One S and One X, they ran off of an uh, hard disk drive, which is an HDD, I believe, and that's I mean that's a little different than the solid state drive because only reason I can think about that is because I remember transferring my stuff and going ahead and like grabbing a few things out of it before I threw my Xbox to my buddy Dan. Yeah, so I mean that's I mean I mean, I mean that's just for Scarlet going ahead and just making a major jump. Yeah, I mean, major leap in the right direction, going ahead and using something that's much um, that you I mean that's a better you I mean it's a better type of drive with a solid state drive. Yeah. Now to some things that you and I actually do know. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the optical drive for both. Now PS. Now the only thing that's confusing to me here is, um, for Project Scarlet, it just it just says yes. So yes, optical <laughs> drive. It says that for PS Five. Also, it says yes, and it says four K Blu Ray. All right. So here's the deal. Everything currently that we deal with, with our, I mean, with what's out there, with what most people own of TVs, it's all 4K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 4K resolution. So you're talking ultra high definition. It's all, it's all, it's about the pixels. Yes, it's all about the pixels. And it is fucking pretty. It is pretty. Now, as pretty as 4K is, the max output resolution on both of these systems is 8K. Yeah, and that's a, and that's so, a pretty wild thing. So, I mean. People didn't really think they were gonna stop at 4K, did you? No. There's, there's um, there's 8K. I I probably will never have the benefit of knowing that, considering I just got my 4K <laughs> TV uh, last year. So one of the biggest reasons why they're going ahead and creating 8K is because of the bigger TVs. Well, where things are going too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like, so, so, so um, so like an 85 inch TV using 4K is going to kind of look like standard def on a regular TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having that 8K <clears throat> compatibility, I mean uh, compatibility will go ahead and make it you know really make uh like on a really like 85 inch TV really pop like a 4K does on like a 55 or a 65 inch. Yeah. Um now the frame rate for both of these is going to be running at 120 frames per second. So a dead heat there again. 
uh, controller features. They are not sure for Project Scarlet yet. Uh, the controller features for the PS5, uh, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, and a USB-C connector. Okay, so do you have any idea what haptic feedback means? That isn't that like the the feed like the like the rumble feedback from the game to your controller. <laughs> Actually, it says um so <laughs> so on the target goes okay we're getting a little more complex now. Haptic feedback is just another word for rumble, right? No, wrong. Well, <laughs> shit. All right, school me. I'm ready. Rumble is a form of haptic feedback, but all haptic feedback isn't always necessarily rumble. So it has oh. to, so it has to do with everything so yeah i did i do believe i read an article that said it's just the feedback that you get from the game so if you're you know you're you're gonna feel different feedback you know crashing into a wall in a racing game than you would feel maybe delivering a big hit in a football game if you're walking you're going to feel a different feedback as opposed to running, running. Mm-hmm. or as opposed to jumping or if you're crouching or prone yeah because yeah I, like i said and like i said from different games to different things too because you know basically now rumble is rumble if you're playing a racing game you hit a wall your controller rumbles you play madden you lay a big hit your controller rumbles but it's the same thing <laughs> but obviously a car crash and a football hit are very different yes. so yes yes so um that's cool so the other cool thing they have is what's called ray tracing so Ray tracing is essentially a new lightning model that uh, simulates the physics behind illumination in the real world so your bright colors are brighter. Your dark colors are much more rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So you have you have that. So yeah. think of a game like God of War. You know what I mean. Think of a game like Division. Division, you have those areas to where shit is dark, very dark, and all. I mean, all you see is just. Uh, you know I mean, it's just the little laser point. You know I mean on the front of your gun, like that's all you're going to see. Like, okay, think of think of this ray tracing in a game like Resident Evil. Oh boy, yeah. right? Terrifying. Absolutely. Like, see, with that, I will never watch a game. I will never watch you play Resident Evil at your house. <laughs> It'll scare the shit out of me. I'm I'm not I'm not good with horror and 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 jump out shit like that. Oh, especially now that it's hit VR. And I still haven't looked at it on VR, and I don't want to. <laughs> and uh, king of the segue. Next is VR support. That's why I said that. Ooh. Um, now, everyone knows VR is still in its infancy all across the board. Um, PlayStation, you know, or you know, uh, PSVR, Oculus Rift, all that stuff. It's, it's in its infancy. It's just starting. They still have yeah. things to work out between their their hardware, the software for it, everything. Uh, it's unconfirmed as to whether or not Project Scarlet will have VR support. My guess is they will because I'm pretty sure all of their competitors will, unless they want to take. You know, it's new systems in case they want to take time off see, to really figure it out see, so they shit, can come hard. That shit would be crazy. If, I mean, that would really go ahead and even up the playing field if Xbox decided to go ahead and really jump into, like, you mean the VR? Yeah, but I mean, I personally believe that the future of gaming is going to come down to, you know, multiplayer games in VR. All your games are going to be, when you're playing Borderlands with your people, you're going to be in VR. When you're playing Call of Duty, it's going to be VR. I, th- I think it's heading that way. Yeah, that's, that's a wild thought. Um, it really is. Now, um, obviously... Because the PSVR did have, damn, it was successful. It was damn oh, successful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they uh, PS5 will have VR support. I have seen some, um, um, some concept designs of the new headsets. I don't know. I don't know if if they're legit or not, but I have heard 
you know, rumblings out there that they're coming out with a, a wireless headset, which would be a game changer because that that wire, that thing will tangle you up. It's not too bad, but if you're playing but a game if you're where you getting, can, if, if you're really getting immersed in the game, I mean, and if you're like looking around behind you and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like eventually you're going to start getting tangled up in it. And I, I was skeptical because I've done things that were considered VR, <laughs> quote unquote, before and it wasn't. But when I got the PSVR, I was I was blown away because my first instinct was to think, okay, VR, everything's going to be dumbed down. It's going to be all cartoony stuff or low res stuff that you're gonna be like oh it's cool that i'm in here but nothing really looks that great now there is a lot of stuff that's geared more towards kids but even those games are fun but when you have a game like resident evil that you know looks hyper realistic like it did and you're in it the sky's the limit um cloud gaming to move on um i don't believe any of this is different from uh systems past but you know wes can let me know cloud gaming uh ps5 is still going to be using playstation now which they're using now yeah um and Microsoft iCloud for yeah, Project X, Scarlet. Yeah, the X Cloud is what's going to be the main. X Cloud, sorry, yeah, yeah. I said iCloud. Fuck. X Cloud. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean that's I mean that's the wild thing about the um about what they're doing with Xbox. <clears throat> like, Xbox is basically turning themselves into. I mean, they're they're kind of going away with the um with like the exclusive games because you can go ahead and use those games on PC also with this particular X cloud thing. Cause the X cloud is essentially letting you get your games no matter where you are. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, now a big thing that everybody wanted to know about backwards compatibility. Yes. Huge. Everybody wants that these days. As much as we want new, 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 we want to be able to play old, 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 old. <laughs> yeah. So what was really cool. And we cool, don't want to have to have a bunch of different systems to do it. So that was one of the things that Xbox always were on top with. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. were always like, okay, we know we have all the fresh, cool shit, but as much we as, know y'all like your classes. As much as I am, and I, I, do li- I do like both, but as much as I am more a fan of the PlayStation overall than the Xbox, that is where I will concede that they have done a better job. Yes. Um, now, backward- and it seems like it, as of right now, is still trending in that direction. Uh, backwards compatibility for Xbox Scarlet says Xbox One and supported Xbox 360 and Xbox games. So yes. dating all the way back to the original Xbox. Yeah, which so- is, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're talking about what? Uh, 20 years 15 you mean 15 20 years of gaming something something like that yeah i mean that you can go ahead and uh think and have access to especially with game pass you mean which is you mean which is their big thing you mean having having the game pass and x cloud think about this bro how long does it feel like the halo series has been around forever we're talking the og halo (laughs) okay so that's for that that's xbox so with i mean they have what was called the master chief collection to where you go i have i I mean yeah I, I lent it to my godson. So you go ahead. I mean, you play through like all the you the, you can actually look at the um at the game in the, in the original. original. In, I mean, the original graphics, original res, all that yeah. stuff. Or you can press a button to go ahead and make it a little more. I mean, basically remastered. Yeah, yeah. They have, and it is wildly different, insanely to the point where I was like, I really played this and <laughs> thought it looked so great. Oh come on, dude. Yo yo, think about think about Goldeneye. Oh yeah, uh, which is getting remastered by yes, the way. It is. We'll I, talk about I that. that. We'll talk about that later. But uh think about Goldeneye. So, you I mean, you, you want to talk about the most boxed out people like ever. Oh, yeah, hands didn't have fingers. <laughs> Friggin', you know, just just boxy, but boy, 
you could play for hours. Yeah. Um. And 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 seriously, like, look at old playthrough shit now. You mean of? I mean, because I mean, pe- people do that. Pe- people people stream what they. You mean like old school games? Yeah. So you I mean think about something like that, and then you look at like what we play now. Yeah. It's it's a it is absolutely amazing what has happened within the last 20, 25 years with gaming. It's night and day. Well, not even just just with technology in general, which lends itself to gaming because. You True. know, every year you end up going, you know, you see a game and you're like, okay, this is definitely as as real as it can look. And then something else comes out and you're like, no, this is definitely as real as this can look. See, we, we mainly say that with, um, like, uh, like, uh, Grid. Yeah. Forza. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, Forza, mean, the EA. Games like Forza, it's like, dude, there's, where else, how f- much further can you possibly the go? The EA games, you know what I mean? The 2Ks and, yeah. you know I mean? and Madden and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. I mean, because, like, every year... Every year, every other year, they get so much closer to looking like actual people doing actual things and mm-hmm. having the <clears throat> physics be right. Because that's the biggest thing. I mean, the biggest thing is the physics. Because, I mean, a, lot, a nobody, lot of... Nobody wants those ragdoll physics anymore. <laughs> no. Nah, I, I just watched a video of... um, It looked like an older Madden game to where, like, somebody was getting sacked. And right before, right, right before they touched the ground, they threw the ball... And then, dude, and, and wide receiver caught it and went in for the score. But yeah. it, it looked so impractical, something that would never happen. Yeah, they have – just a little side note because what he said, Wes, what Wes said here. Uh, there's some videos you can find on YouTube. I love watching them. Wes, if you've never watched them, uh, they do it with certain games. It's like the evolution of whatever. They have the evolution of first-person shooters. They have the evolution yeah, of Madden yeah, yeah. where they'll take you back to the first one and show you clips from each one moving forward. It's incredible. It's it's so wild to see. It is incredible. How far it's gone. Um uh back all right, back back to backwards compatibility. Um so like back we said, so like we said with Project Scarlet, Xbox 1 and supported 360 and Xbox games. Yep. PS5, it says backwards compatibility. It says PSVR and PS4. Now, I do believe they're going to figure out select titles moving back, but I as of right now, I don't believe they have plans to be as deep as Project Scarlet is. If they do, they're not telling people, and it's going to be, you know. Yeah. So, like, one drop. of the really cool things that they could go ahead and do is, I mean, with diving, I mean, with going and doing backwards compatibility, is doing certain games. You know, I mean, obviously, like going ahead and doing like a like Tomb Raider. That would be a neat one to go ahead and throw with backwards compatibility. God of War. I, I'm pretty sure God of War started in PS3. I. There, it, the first one may have been PS2, but I'm not okay. sure. But PS3 is a safe bet. Yeah. So I mean, th- I mean, but I mean, that would be something neat. They, to where yeah, they will have select titles. I can't imagine that Resident Evil is going to be much of them because they've been remastering them for the PS4. The the originals, so like the OG Resident Evil, I already have remastered. They just did Resident Evil 2. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And unless they're going to pick Nemesis, Resident Evil 3 for. Uh, now, release date and price. Release date for both, holiday 2020, as we assumed. They're yep. going to come out same time, head-to-head, well, the thing. D- blow for blow. During <laughs> E3, when we first heard when Scarlet was coming, we are like, okay, that has to be when the PlayStation's going to show up. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't want their own time. They want to go head-to-head, see how they do. That, that is actually something I really like. About I, you know I mean about I do, I about these too. two juggernauts. You mean it's the fact that it's like look, look. every few years. You mean you have, and in this corner, <laughs> yeah, Project Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly you know I mean? <laughs> that's exactly how it feels. It it wouldn't be 
you know, because, you know, if you if you come out by yourself, everyone's going to buy your stuff. And then if, you know, Xbox comes out later, the same people that buy PS5 are probably going to buy that. Now, for lack of a better phrase, they come out together. You're essentially putting your nuts on the table and saying, this is what we got. Yeah. Make your choice. Yeah. Or you're one of those people that just says, ah, I'm getting both, which, which there's a lot of. I've been that person. <laughs> two but kids. I'm not. <laughs> even, even if I had two kids, uh, two kids or no kids, I, I mean, I have no kids now. I don't believe that I'm going to get both. You know why? Because these systems ain't cheap no more. Nice. And coming and down to price. Yes. That's what we're getting into and now. That's the, the part that scares the absolute bejesus out of me. Yeah. And it's still scaring me because the price is unknown. Now I feel <laughs> yeah, the, the price is unknown for both. But I have a feeling, unless they surprise us, which they're not because they never do, um, you can probably bet that you're going to spend somewhere between, I want to say four and six hundred, but I'm probably closer to saying five and six. Um, yeah. Especially if you get it right away. Now, here's, all right, so. That's not that's not news, by the way. That's no, just pure speculation no. on my part. Straight off the gate. Just because, I mean, because when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at, okay, if I'm buying that system, that means I'm giving up my old system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just from that note alone, I just by a slim margin, I would say Scarlet, just because of the backwards compatibility. You know what I'm saying? That is the main thing, because of the fact that I can still play anything else, it makes me more comfortable giving up that system. Now, as a, I mean, as I mean, as opposed to the five, you I mean to where it's now you and I could debate that, which would actually be a lot of fun. <laughs> now, coming at it from a completely different viewpoint for me, for me, it's all it's always all been all about the games. So to your point, you're right. You get a deeper library of games with Scarlet. But for someone like me who has kept all their old systems, has those old games, I can still play those if I want to. It's more of a hassle because I have to hook up my old system. Yeah. But I still have them. But for me, it's all about the game. So I look at what's coming, and it just PS5 always, or PlayStation, I'm sorry, always has the better console exclusives. So I feel like, you know, any game that I that I play for Xbox, I can already play for PlayStation. The console exclusives, they're all, they always seem to be better. You're gonna you're gonna get that Halo game that's gonna come out for Xbox that you're gonna want. But outside of that, it's like I and and the Forza games are solely. So if, you're, sure, if yeah. you're so if you're a racing fan, that's that's a big one because th I think that's as good as you get. Um, oh yeah, you're not going to find anything better when it comes down no. to racing graphics stuff, at all. Than graphics wise, no. Gameplay wise, um, maybe it can be comparable with a new Gran Turismo game and, and stuff like that. You can get there, but so while Xbox does have its place for me, console exclusives. So I know I can play the same games for both, but console exclusives always lean towards PlayStation for me. And I and I fully understand that. And I agree with you on on that aspect of the exclusives. It's just that I mean, for me, you don't have all those old systems, right? No. So for you, it, it makes sense to have Scar <clears throat> to have Scarlet, <laughs> and uh, for me to have me to have PlayStation. Because what what it's turned into for me for the last couple of years is I do eventually have both. Yes. But my Xbox collects dust <laughs> because while I enjoy playing it, I just I have it sitting there waiting because I'm like I know. I know if I don't have it, Xbox is going to drop a banger, and I'm going to be like, oh, damn. I yeah. wish I had an Xbox yeah. to be able to play that. Yeah, so it took me a long time to get a PlayStation 4. It yeah. took me till you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I bought your old one off you. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah, that system up there, because I had a PS... Uh, you didn't have a PS3. Yes, I did. 
my buddy threw me a PS3 that was an old gen. Um, it was it was an OG. It was it, I mean it was one of the it was one of the first series runs, and it had the yellow lights. And I got it fixed for seventy five bucks. And then you threw me the PS4, and then I, I mean, and I've been playing that ever since. Ooh, speaking of that, do you know if there's all right? So when you play your PlayStation, do you hear a lot of um? You mean like I mean everything running inside? You mean like type of thing? Sometimes it depends. <clears throat> do you leave yours in rest mode? Sometimes, but I'm not talking about leaving in rest mode. I'm talking about when you're playing the game, because oh, because no. w- because when I'm playing Borderlands, I'm hearing that a lot. Granted, you have a PS Pro. Yeah, no, I don't hear. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, like I say, I mean, I I have your original PS4 system. Yeah, sometimes it'll do that thing like you know either when you first start it up or whatever where it sounds like it's about to take off. <laughs> it's like, Woo! but not during games or anything. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually have <laughs> like I've had the closed captions on so that way I can read because other than that because my daughter's sleeping when I'm normally playing, I can't hear it because of the system. Oh, okay. Um so we'll wrap up this cuz th- that's that's all the specs. We'll rack up ra- rack up. We'll wrap rack, up. Rack them. We'll wrap up with some PS5 uh with some key features for both. Um PS5 key features um as as Wes and I both said, it'll be launching with a solid state storage drive, making it ideal for large games and faster loading times. Double win, because we know the games are going to be bigger, so we're going to need faster loading times. Yep. Um, uh, the SSD will allow users to choose. Oh, that was cool. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, you'll be able to choose what game modes you want to install when you're first downloading games. So whether so it's just you, campaign or yeah, say, or multiplayer. Say you say you have a whole game and you know you're you're just gonna play it with your boys. You can just download the multiplayer part. Oh wow! And then you can download the single player stuff whenever you want. Okay, so, that that's actually pretty wicked. As well as load into a specific level in a game without going into the game's main menu. Hmm. Yeah. Um. We 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 said that they will feature backwards compatibility. Yep. Um but it will be limited to specific games at first. And titles may also need to be patched in order to support PS5. Um, and then with PS5 enhan- uh, enhancements, sorry, new games will come available. Um, PS5 will also feature 3D audio throughout the experience, which uh, Sony states will make use of speakers and headphones already on the market and chipset related. And as for the new controller... We spoke about the haptic feedback. You'll feel different responses based on what you're based playing and what's things happening. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'll also have adaptive triggers that will push back on a user's finger depending on a situation in the game. That's wild. That's crazy, right? That's wild. Yeah. That's uh, that's PS5. Key features for Xbox Scarlet. Spoiler alert, there's not many yet. <laughs> now, <laughs> Especially of, compared to that. Now, one of the really cool things that I remember from E3 for uh, Scarlet is they um they went ahead and were talking about the load times to where basically they're going to be non-existent. Yeah. Because the solid state drive is going to be used it it it's basically going to be used as usable RAM to go ahead and have I mean I mean to go ahead and have that have that help make everything move faster. I believe is how they put Look, once again, I'm not a techie, no, so No, that's fine. But um no really there really aren't many key features to speak of or any yet on Xbox Scarlet because they're they're playing everything close so they're gonna have their day 
where they release all their key features and and we'll we'll have more then yeah i'd say um but that's that's what we have right now as the the head-to-head for for ps5 and xbox scarlet so it's gonna be wild that that alone um with what we were able to explain uh Hopefully you've made your choice. <laughs> if if not, there there will be stuff between now and holiday twenty twenty where we'll have, you know, more stuff. Oh uh, yeah, um, look, eventually at some point we're gonna go ahead and get into a a con yeah, a console war. <laughs> to put lack of that's, better terms. That's what it is. It's, it's a console war. I mean it's a battle. So we're gonna go ahead and look at what uh, what both of them have. And actually, look, next time we do this, we're gonna dive deeper. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna actually know what the hell we're talking about next time. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, man. It's it's great for us, not great for our wallets, but don't you notice now that these console <laughs> wars are shorter and shorter time span in between them? Yeah. It's not like it was back in the day where it seemed like they went by like the every eight years, yeah. you know, every five to eight years. Now it's like, dude, the Xbox One X just came out and the PS4 Pro just came out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, I mean? Not that that's a whole new system. And that's what I was about to say. It's not a whole new system. It's just a, I mean, I mean that's just a, that's just a, yeah. A better reiteration, yeah. Of you know, I mean, of a system that's already out. Um, let's I jump mean, this in. Is, I mean, this. I mean, these two are completely on a on a whole new level. Uh, jump into some <coughs> gaming news. Yeah, we so we can go ahead and run into a little bit of gaming news. So uh, earlier this week, or I guess by the time this airs, earlier last week, uh, Pokemon decided to give us a a new um, a new Pokemon to see. So they gave us uh, Ponyta. Normally, you see Ponyta, it is a fire-type horse. It has a fire mane, a fire tail. This is not that. So, Ponyta now looks like some type of fairy type. It's actually a unicorn, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. It, I mean, it has the whole, you know what I mean, one horn and the whole nine. So, um, and I actually have an article that I pulled up from, once again, IGN. Look, it's one of the ones, that we, it's one of the better ones you can go ahead and grab your information from, so that's where I, that's where I get it. Um, yeah, so, uh... I have an article from IGN saying the list of uh, the list of the Galarian form Pokemon from you mean from some of the older games. This is and so Ponyta is an exclusive. Ponyta is just for Shield, which actually is the one that I have pre-ordered. I have Sword <laughs> because you have Shield. And that's kind yep. the point. <laughs> so you have Ponyta, which basically looks like a uh, a fluffy cloud unicorn. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> and yeah. then you have uh, have you seen the Weezing? Yes, I saw them all. Yeah, with the top hat and the top hat being the smokestacks and everything. Looks, yeah. A lot of people, when he first came out, were talking about how he looks like a bong. Yeah. <laughs> you have a three evolution uh, system for Zigzagoon mm-hmm. to where now he's a now he's on um, black and white. Uh, he's a dark. He's a dark normal type. And then you have Zigzagoon, Linoon, and then Obstagoon. And Obstagoon looks insanely like Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Farfetch has an evolution in this yeah. one, and took a long time for that. A long time with a long ass sword. Yeah, like I love the memes that came out with the <laughs> with his cause his name is Surfetch. So the memes that came out with him were like you have like eight pages that, that you're sliding through of the sword. Yeah, and then it's him. and then it's him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So all right, that moved a lot quicker than I expected. Yeah. That. But no. But, um, those. I mean, those are the ones that. Th- th- those are the ones that we have so far. And remember, that comes out uh, November, right? November 15th. November 15th. Yeah. And I am excited. It's going to be a fun for that one. Too. Uh, I, need to, I, I need to finish up MUA, Ultimate Alliance. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's that way I, I feel a little bit better about, you know what I mean, jumping into that. Yeah. At least I have something finished. Um, 
I have a little bit of news for the horror fans, uh, horror game fans. It's not great news, <laughs> so I apologize in advance. But um, for people like me who love horror games and you know the two juggernauts, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Yep. Resident Evil's been doing their thing. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for a new Silent Hill game because Hideo Kojima is a genius when it comes to that stuff. Uh, everyone should remember, uh, I believe it was back in 2015, uh, they came out with a demo called PT that came out for uh, the PS4. That was supposedly supposed to be like a demo slash teaser of what the new Silent Hill game was going to be and how that was going to work. And then, if you all remember, uh, when his contract was up, there was a big split between Kojima and Konami, and that whole project got scrapped. So, we've been waiting since then to hear news about Silent Hill, and I saw an article the other day about a new Silent Hill, and I was like, oh, here we go. Turns out, still no information on a new Silent Hill game. They are making a Silent Hill slot machine for casinos. Yeah, so I, I admit it is not great news, but hopefully now that that project's out of the way, they can figure out a way to get a new Silent Hill game because it has been way too long. Way too long. But. Yeah. I mean, I've watched you play them. I've never actually touched a Silent Hill game. They are they are a lot more twisted and more of, I don't even know what, I'm, more of a mindfuck, I guess, than, than Resident Evil games. Resident Evil games are, are great in their own right, but... It's more zombies. They've had their moment where they've gotten a little more action-heavy than actual survival horror. Um, Silent Hill um, has always, in my opinion, gave Resident Evil a very fair run for its money. Yeah. Because um, Resident Evil, obviously, Resident Evil has more games. It's just, I'm guessing Silent Hill's content in their games is just yeah, they're, it's extreme. They're, it's they're just that much yeah, more extreme. The, the, sto- the story is great. The um, The creatures are great. You know, Resident Evil it got to a point where, and I know that's why they did what they did. It, as great as they are, and I'm not talking shit on Resident Evil. I, I love Resident Evil. I own every single one. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you <laughs> so, own them all. Um, I think they really redeemed themselves with the newest one because the first four, the first four they came out with were, you knew what you were getting. You were getting zombies, you know. You were getting zombies and you were getting a lot of locked doors, yeah. right? Yeah. Which was great. And then I guess maybe they felt, for the you know for the newer consoles or whatever they needed to branch out do something different so they got way more action heavy it felt a lot less survival horror and more just you know plenty of guns plenty of bullets plenty of zombies you know it, and and it was cool that you could do a co-op they added that but yeah it, it it basically felt more of like a Gears of War or a Call of Duty with zombies you know what i mean it was yeah. it wasn't that it, it didn't feel like survival horror anymore where you're scrounging for ammo and you're scrounging for health and you're trying to find a safe spot. I have, I have a blue leaf. and I have, a, I have a blue plant and a red plant. I don't have any fucking green plants. Where's my green plants? <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't like that anymore. And That's, then that, that, that was always my freak out. Anytime I played Resident Evil, it was yeah. always, why can't I find any green plants? Yeah, I, my, I, mine was always <laughs> like, oh shit, I can't take this ammo. Because the way I work, I'm like, I'm not going to just use a green herb. I got a green one and a yellow one. I got to save that and wait <laughs> to find the red one. Um, but... Uh, and then I do believe they really redeemed themselves with, with Resident Evil 7 because that was survival horror. You did not you – were, you were constantly running from things. You didn't have a lot of ammo. You had Weren't to you hide. in a house with that one? Uh, for most of it, 
yeah, for most of it, you were in a house. And it felt – now, granted, it did have its zombie element, so you can't say it was realistic. But for a large chunk of time, it felt like something that would be more real because you were basically trapped in a house with a psycho family. Yeah. That shit happens, especially in the backwoods or wherever the <laughs> fuck they were at. I don't even remember. Um, but Silent Hill has always stayed true. It's always been very, very creepy. And the stories have always been great. And, it, you know, different puzzles and – it's it and the way shit changes from day to night. Yeah, like is I absolutely terrifying, <clears throat> bro. I remember one. Yeah, I remember one scene that really drew me in when I was playing. I think it was Silent Hill: The Room that I was playing, and this is just little things they did to make you go, oh, sh- like oh shit, what exactly is going on? I walked into a bathroom. It was this bathroom with a huge mirror on on one side of the room, and I walk in and I'm looking for stuff, and I find ammo, and I look in the mirror, and all of a sudden there's like a bunch of blood pouring in the room behind me and i'm like what the fuck i turn around nothing's there but they they do creepy things like that to, to keep you engaged keep you guessing but unfortunately as much as i'm hyping up silent hill right now we do not have a new <laughs> one on the horizon yet but and go to a casino See, go, go to a casino and, and get your silent hill fix yeah i do i do sincerely hope that it if, if it's not a way that kojima finds a way to do the next one since he's the brains behind it i do very much hope that whoever takes it after that does it justice and and doesn't you know i don't want to talk shit but i hope it doesn't turn into like a mass effect andromeda thing where everyone goes in thinking one thing and then they get something completely different you threw me that and i have yet to touch it it's just you know and i can't blame them like i would have blamed them had i known it was the exact same company with the exact same people i'd have been like wow y'all really didn't care as much with this one yeah but knowing that it was like a sub company and not really like the same people that were working on that that's why I worry about Silent Hill because it is such a storied franchise that if new people are going to take it up, you would just better do it justice. Don't ruin it. Um, but that's what I have for that. And I think, Wes, you have stuff on some some superheroes, eh? Yeah, so um, uh, the, the Avengers game that uh, Square Enix is going ahead and coming out with, I believe it's early 2020 that the game <clears throat> is going to be releasing. Um, they added a new playable character. Her name is Kamala Khan, and for any of you comic people that know who she is, she is Miss Marvel. She is an inhuman who has the ability to do what is called inviggin. So, like, her hands can go ahead and make and become he, just huge, like, I mean, huge sizes to go ahead and just, I mean, she's, I mean, inhumans are a, they are a mix of the alien race Kree and humans. You know what I mean? They're, they're just the, I mean, the, they were they, were, their bloodline was experimented on, and then you get a Terrigen crystal, you throw it in front of them, they turn to stone, and when they come back out, they have superpowers. Mm. So that's her superpower. So you watch the Avengers trailer. I mean, I mean the the, the gameplay trailer to where you you get to play as all the characters. You play as Cap, you play as Hulk, you play as Thor, Iron Man, and Scarlet Witch. At the end of it, I mean, look, this is out there. This has been out there, so I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. Yeah, Cap dies in a helicarrier. Um, that's kind of the whole basis of the story. It's yeah, it's the basis of the story, it, 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 and which is why it couldn't be a part of the MCU. Yes, so Cap dies, and everybody's in mourning. the The, the Avengers are just, I mean, disassembled. Kamala Khan finds she starts uh, investigating everything that happened on that day. Yeah, I mean that Cap died, and realized that it had nothing to do with what the Avengers did. I mean, I mean something else was, I mean something else was in the books. So she goes to Banner, who's the Hulk, Bruce Banner, and uh, talks with him 
and then they eventually go to Tony. Now, a lot of people have been giving this game some flack because of the renditions of the character, I mean, how what the characters look, like. look and mm-hmm. also the voices. You know I mean, because look, everybody's used to Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. You know what I mean? Mark Ruffalo. Which is all well and good, but this is one of those situations where you have to separate yourself from that and just kind of see a new project for what it is. Yeah. Look. You'll enjoy it way more. I love it. I love it because there are a bunch of voice actors that I have been listening to for most of my life. Well, I sure know one of them. (laughs) I sure know one of them. Nathan Drake is in there. (laughs) Yes, he is. Nolan North. He's Iron Uh, Man, right? Yes. Yeah. And then um, Bruce Banner is done by uh, Travis. Travis, uh, Glad you're such a fan. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, Travis Baker, who it, who also um, he was the original Reese in the Tales of the Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So you go ahead and um, just fantastic. I mean, obviously fantastic voice actors. I mean, they're not going to grab slouches for this shit. They're really not. No. No. So she tries. She is the reason that the Avengers get back together. You know what I mean? It's Kamala Khan. So. It was really cool going ahead and seeing a completely different look. You know what I mean with the, I mean with the Avengers. You know what I mean going ahead and seeing them completely broken apart. Mm-hmm. None of them even doing shit anymore. I mean, like I mean, Iron Man looks like a fucking bum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight wild beard and for real. Yeah. I mean, Bruce always looks like Bruce. I mean, Banner always looks the same no matter what because he's a scientist. I mean, he's always working in labs or something, but. Yeah. So I mean, I mean that's what you got out of the um out of the trailer for it. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And they they said before this also isn't new news that they will be doing. Um, they they still haven't said what it's going to be, but they are doing something special with Sony and PS4 as far as you know something maybe with early access or yeah, I, I other think, bonus. I think it might have to do or, with early access and demos. You mean going okay. ahead and just yeah, um, like a beta. Yeah, stuff um, like that. I don't believe we have any more. Well, not necessarily gaming news, but um, we are going to start. Um, giving you games that will be dropping the month that these episodes come out. So I have a few here that by the time you're listening to this have already been out, but if you didn't know they were out, you can check them out. Um, the first one being there is uh, the fourth expansion of Destiny 2, Shadowkeep. Yeah. Um, that has dropped already. Um, veteran players will be delighted to find themselves heading back to outer space for a new raid called the Garden of Salvation. Uh, however, this time players... Have all the expansions anyone could ever dream of. Shadow keeps revamped armor, weapons, and gear are sure to come in handy as players battle nightmares in never before seen areas of the moon. So, if you're a fan of Destiny 2 and you haven't grabbed that yet, um, sounds great. So, grab it. Um, Wes, have you played Destiny 2? I know you played the oh, first yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I played Destiny 2. It's just, I. Other things come out, things happen. I get Plus, it. Plus, I just walked away from it, man. It was like. The way they do their DLC and the way they do their um their raids and their strikes, and if you don't have certain DLCs, then you can't. You I mean you can't jump in with other stuff with people. It's Dan and I talked about this um on the last podcast, and I just I'm just not a fan of the way they're handling it. Uh, okay, next up on the list, uh, most tactical shooter enthusiasts are definitely no strangers to the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon series. So now you have Ghost Recon Breakpoint which is another open-world game which has diverse landscapes designed for tactical use in battle. You play as a special ops unit member. You choose a class. Use your wits and environment to intelligently engage in combat with your enemies. Uh, stay vigilant because the foes are smarter and more resourceful, and in Breakpoint, they just might be more deadly than you are. 
So now I know we talked about this before because I mean the trailer and everything they had with John Barenthal looked badass as hell. Oh yeah. The bad part is like, dude, IGN's only giving the game a six. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what? Would you do me a favor while I'm reading the rest of this and see what they gave uh, the last one, Wildlands? Because we really enjoyed that. So, you know, some, see what I sometimes find. if you like a game, ratings aren't going to matter. True. But uh, so if you're a fan of the series, I, I would suggest to check it out anyway. Um, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not saying we're, I mean, we're not going to go ahead and do our due diligence on it. I mean, one of us might get it at some point. It's just that. I'm, I mean, like, I, IGN is who they are for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you got, sometimes you got to trust what they say. Uh, absolutely. 100%. Um, now, here's a big one. Now, here's a big one. Um, October 15, two, uh, 2019, of course. Um, this is a big one for Nintendo Switch users. Um, widely regarded as one of the best video games of all time, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition. I did see Switch. that pop up on yep. here. Yeah. Um, it first came out in 2015, and now it is finally accessible to Switch users, um, and you'll have immediate access to all DLCs. So you're getting the complete edition with everything. Um, players will assume the legendary rolled. Uh, legendary the rolled. rolled. <laughs> Jesus they Christ. They rolled on them. You get, you get the point. You're going <laughs> to get everything. You're going to get the game with all the DLCs. Um, you're going to make decisions to see th- seal the world's fate and rescue the adopted daughter from the wild hunt. So Wildlands got a 7.9. From IGN. Okay. Well, that's actually fair, I think. Yeah, it's decent. Now, coming out October 25th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC is the reboot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That was a that was a game that revolutionized the Call of Duty franchise. Oh, absolutely. Especially online. Um, it's hard to think first-person shooter without thinking Call of Duty games. Um and this reboot is going to take realism to a whole new level as players have to think on their feet when determining threats. They'll be penalized for harming civilians, and gamers who want a truly gritty experience can opt for realism mode, which gets rid of the HUD. No more heads-up display. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, you can... <laughs> oh, damn. So, <laughs> that so makes yo, you want to play, son? Yeah. You want to play? <laughs> yeah. You, you want to play? You think no you more. bad? Yeah. <laughs> you think you bad? Try that. Um, so that, that is great. Now, something I personally have been very excited for, um, anyone who doesn't know Obsidian Entertainment, that's the studio that gave us Fallout New Vegas. People have been waiting for their next, uh, their next foray into the the RPG world. And, uh, you get it, you get it. The Outer Worlds. Um, the Outer Worlds is set in an alternate universe where mega corporations are stedi- steadily colonizing other planets. Players will wake up from cryosleep on the outskirts of colonized space, and their choice to act as a hero, maniac, or moron will affect the path along the world's branching story that they'll wander down. And they make a point to say also their spaceships. Yeah, do me a favor. Say that whole th- say that last bit again. <laughs> the maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Players will wake up from cryosleep on the outskirts of colonized space, and you have a choice to act as a hero a maniac, or a moron, and it will affect which path oh along the world's God. branching story that you'll wander down. I'm sorry. I just love that so much. And also there are spaceships. So everyone likes a game where what you do affects what happens. Very Mass Effect. And um, and even Ve- like New Vegas was the same way. New Vegas, New Vegas really was like that. To where, like, what you did with certain oh, things. Oh, yeah. And, like, when you looked at your Pip Boy, you could either have, like, the halo above your head or the devil horns yeah. and stuff like that. Absolutely. I really like how they um, do that. 
So that's that's a new RPG to look out for by Obsidian Entertainment. That is coming at the end of this month, the end of October. Yeah, there's no review on that from IGN, by the way. No. And uh, another one for Nintendo Switch users, a fun game that is actually a lot more fun than I thought. I played the I played the f- second one, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. It's been a it's been over a decade since Luigi's Mansion came out. We spent a little bit of time on that with our uh, with our part one E three coverage. Yeah, we went ahead. We talked about Luigi's Mansion. That's what's beautiful about about the, the all that stuff we talked about at E three. We're finally starting to see it. Yeah, yeah, Dude, we're finally it, starting to see yo, it. Yo, seriously, it feels like yesterday though. Going ahead and talking about that stuff. Yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion three is jam packed with the life Larry's and mechanics, featuring a massive spooky hotel, ghost thwarting vacuum, and bosses and puzzles galore. And uh, the video game will treat players to a variety of unique encounters. So, if you're a fan of Luigi's Mansion, that is definitely one to check out at the end of this month. And that's, um, you know, that's that's some big stuff for all all systems. You got definitely is. You got a reboot of Modern Warfare, which is great. Uh, you have Luigi's Mansion for fans who who have been a fan of Luigi's Mansion. You have people that love The Witcher that are now getting to see it on Nintendo. Yeah, that's big. I might, I might have to dive into that one. That's great. And I, get, I never played any of the and, Witcher games. And to get all of it, and if you remember, if you remember, uh, in a past, in a past uh, cast that we had, I believe Anthony was talking about uh, the developers of The Witcher and the memo that they wrote to their fans in each mm-hmm. game, where as soon as the game came out, there was a letter in the, uh, there was a note penned to the fans in each game, thanking them for their support and everything, and basically saying that all the DLCs will be free. We're not charging you for anything. Yeah. Uh, just as a thank you for nice. for sticking with us. So, and I know that um, Netflix is coming real close to releasing. Yeah, you know I mean, series that that Witcher series with uh, Henry Cavill, who played Superman in the you know I mean in the DC stuff. Yeah. Um, another game that I just want to go ahead and throw out there for you know I mean other people that just give you me know, one of those games that's coming out. It's coming. It's coming out October twenty second. It's a WWE two K twenty. Okay. Yeah. You know I mean, so I mean, look. They're, dude, wrestling is huge, man. Wrestling, wrestling is still huge. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw that one out there too. I mean, look, I mean, you know, you're gonna have all the greats in there. You know, you're gonna have all. I mean, all the guys that are like really popping now, like Lesnar and like yeah. Brock Lesnar's back in it, and uh, yeah. I, mean, I wonder like if they, I wonder if they will have uh, the former heavyweight champion the UFC, Cain Velasquez, just signed a deal with the WWE. He's actually fighting. Funny Lesnar. thing about that, I randomly ended up on um, SmackDown last <clears throat> night watching it and i watched because i mean lesnar i mean he does his own thing he's yeah. out there and then um uh shane is out there with ray mysterio yeah i mean like ray mysterio is like his mentor in this whole thing which is which is pretty bad i mean ray mysterio is a fucking legend man i i remember watching him when i was a kid now obviously you don't follow ufc like i do but this is just kind nah. of a, a cool nugget in the in the ufc kane velasquez took the heavyweight title. Oh yeah, like eight years ago. Yeah, he beat the shit out of him in the first round. And now they're meeting in the WWE. And where he's trying to take the title from him again. Yeah. And you wonder if because this is not a spoiler alert. I'm not saying wrestling is fake because them bumps and them injuries are fucking real. But it is scripted. It is scripted entertainment. It is scripted, but like dude, I spent But they really do that stuff. Dude, I spent seven years yeah, I mean, you I mean wrestling in, in in an actual like WWE style wrestling ring, dude. I did yeah. that shit for a long time. I remember watching the bumps, the bruises, dude. Yeah. That shit is real. Hundred percent. The only thing that is scripted are the outcomes. Yes. And and the basis of what they want people to say, but they still cut their own promos. Yes. And all that stuff, but it's scripted entertainment. But it's they 
they really do that stuff. And I, I was a huge fan back in the, the Attitude Era. I was all in it. It was one of the things I my was dad all and I it. used to watch all the but, time. But I do wonder it, how they're going to go about scripting it based on what happened in real life. If they're going to if they're going to use that and be like, ah, do we want Kane to do that to him again over here? Or, you know, do we want this to be a, you know, this is my this is my universe that you're in now? Yeah. You ain't taking so this off of me. So you said Cain Velasquez, right? Cain Velasquez. Yes. Jesus Christ. I said Shane earlier, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like wait a minute, isn't that a baseball player? <laughs> That'd be Shane Victorino. Victor- well, no, there is, well, no, the, the Phillies did have a pitcher that was Velasquez. Was it Shane? I don't think so. Okay, so you're screwed up either way. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Now, this is the part of the podcast where we would normally discuss, uh, you know, what we're playing at the moment. We... Won't have too much to say. I'm not going to have too much to say because it, it is the same as it was last week, the same as it will probably be the upcoming week, Borderlands 3. We uh, Wes and I are still playing it. He admittedly is further than I am by a pretty solid margin. I just arrived on Eden 6 for the first time, so I'm seeing new creatures that I haven't yeah, seen before. You're, yeah, you're checking out Saurians and, uh, yeah, and, and Jabbers. It's, it's all great. I had a little bit of a panic attack when I saw the map for the first time because yeah, it was enormous, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Um, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I've been able to fuck around with Zane a little more, get my skills upgraded a little more, You know, finally have my Sentinel doing some doing some work for me. There you go. Um, See, and that's the thing, man. Like, you with your Sentinels, like, I mean, me with my companions, I mean, because I'm a Flax, so I'm the Peacemaster. 100%. So, I mean, yeah. you with the Sentinel having to go out there and take guys out, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's choosing to do all this stuff, right? You're not telling it to? I can, It will go out on its own, but I, I can pinpoint okay, yeah, what I want to same, go for. Yeah. Same, you mean, same as me with, you mean, with R, my beast. Little R1 button hit and send my guy where I want him. Um, I finally got, I've gotten my barrier upgraded, so now rather than just being the barrier now it's a whole dome nice like me under that protects everywhere i can't wait until we both hit 50 so that way we can start fucking around with some uh slaughter you know i mean circle of slaughter and stuff like that yeah because look i've been playing the game more than you have you know what i mean so that, i mean obviously oh, yeah. i mean obviously that's why i'm a little bit farther along but you're a lot a bit farther aren't you like level 39 <laughs> i'm 40 now actually i just i just had 40 yeah, last you're, night. you're double me but it's but it still comes down to the fact that you know what i mean I I'm still very excited to go ahead and actually throw down with some you know, with some stuff with you yeah you know, I mean in this game of course um now do you know I didn't know if it's something that maybe they added in True Vault Hunter mode when because obviously once you get out of this and you get into True Vault Hunter mode is when all that stuff all that rank stuff kicks in that you collect throughout the time you know yeah. looting things and certain kills and whatnot yeah yeah now did they completely take those other things out like Cult of the Vault and stuff like that or do you think is that something that they added back in for the other modes like finding vault symbols or because my thought process was the because remember how you had to go around you had to find vault symbols you had to do each area had like three or four and you had to go ahead and but not even just that they also had you know find certain funny things i think they changed it i think they changed it to go ahead and like instead of the vault symbols you're i mean you're finding the you mean the tywin you know i mean things the typhon logs yeah 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 I guess they replaced that with the crew challenges. I guess, yeah. I, and I mean, and I mean, that's that the way sense. I'm looking at it. And then you're just having the standard. I mean, the yeah. standard achievements are. I mean, are part yeah. of are, are part of what are the end game stuff is. You mean to a kill Varkis, yeah. kill stuff with corrosive, and you and mean they've, they've all also, that type of stuff. They've also done so much more with increasing the size of these maps that that would have been a nightmare trying yeah. to find those things. But um, yeah, so that that's basically it for. Borderlands and PlayStation and Xbox and what we got this month. All right, so that about sums it up for us. I mean, on this run, um, we'll have Anthony go ahead and cover the normal stuff as always. Uh, I mean, he'll go ahead and give you the outro. But now, for the first time, I mean, I went ahead and I threw us on Twitch. I mean, I streamed this out. It was fun. 
it's a really weird experience going ahead and talking while reading and still playing the game. I mean, you're being immersed in, in, in a lot of different things at the same time. But it's actually really, really cool. So hopefully we go ahead, we gain more followers on it. I'm, anytime that I get on or Andy gets on, I'll go ahead and we'll make sure we put it out on all social media platforms so that way people can jump on, talk to us, get to know us better. You know what I mean, if you don't know us, it would be great going ahead and talking and you know I mean, letting you guys know a little bit about us. So, Andy, welcome back, brother. It was good to be back, man. Hell it was yeah. fun. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. hey What's up, crew members and crewpies? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be console gaming crew, and our Twitter handle is at console crew. Uh, again, Feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com. There's always updated information there, uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff. Uh, and as always, game on.